Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh my gosh, guys, I feel like we just did this about an hour ago. Oh, what we did. Is up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back. Of course, this is AfterBuzz. This is your after show for Too Hot to Handle, episode three. Of course, the premiere season Guys, it is getting better and better and better. More rules, more stuff's happening. We got a new, what are we even calling them? Cast member? Uh, 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 meet? Let's call it meet. New uh, meet. A new born-again <laughs> virgin? I don't know what it is, but we are excited to talk about it. It's getting better. My name is Mike Feeling. I am joined by a bomb crew here to help me talk and Ooh. just dissect all of this. Let me introduce first, after Buzz's own Jay-Z, Jesse Zayner. What's up, guys? I can't wait to talk about this episode. It's getting crazy. Jesse is in the live chat, guys. If you're yes. joining us, please hit it up. We'd love to hear everything that you guys have to say. Contribute our extended panel. But of course, next up is Tori. Yes, I couldn't believe that Lana was able to like tell who actually did what. So <laughs> I think that kind of like changes my predictions for the rest of the show. So I'll be looking forward to see what you guys think about that. Lana is a snitch. Snitches get <laughs> unplugged, thrown in the pool. I don't know what. <laughs> Running out on amazing foursome is Kelsey. Hi, you guys. I can't believe Sharon. He hurt my heart this episode, you know? But <laughs> maybe he'll be able to redeem himself. We'll see. And it's all good. We are going to get right into it. Guys, you know how we do it on the show. We're going to start at the very top of the episode. We're going to go through all of the plot points at the end. We do a little bit of fun. We're going to go around, see who maybe lost some people in the draft. We're going to give some fun predictions for next time. But let's start right at the top. And I want to hear overall what everybody thought. I'm going to go back around in reverse order. We'll start with Kelsey. What do you think overall of episode three? I'm getting more and more into this show every episode. (laughs) It's like we all started out on one. We're like, okay, okay, okay. Now it is hard to not watch the next one. You knew that... Francesca and Haley, their little dirty secrets when we found out. I loved that Lana was the one who ratted them out. That was perfect. I'm living for Matt Jesus right now. He's just like, you know what? No, no. And I like it. I'm, I just can't wait to keep watching. It's kind of makes it interesting because we're almost learning the rules along with the born again mm-hmm. virgins because they didn't know Lana can snitch. Like what? Right. It's really interesting. Tori? Yeah, I was actually interested to watch that part too because I was like well we could have just asked the first time and we could have eliminated the whole argument like I would just keep asking just skip everybody trying to admit it honestly I would just keep asking her I would probably do like hourly check-ins like Lana did anybody break the rules today so far okay great and just like (laughs) walk away like that would be like my daily ritual now that I know that she has those abilities yeah Jesse yeah I totally didn't realize that they didn't ask or like Lana didn't expose the first time who broke the rules. I I didn't realize that they just told her. I thought that they 
that she had said it. So I was shocked that they were like, oh, we can ask her. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that because I thought right. she would rat them out anyways. So mm-hmm. now this brings like a whole other thing. But I love Matt as Jesus. I love that he's embracing it. And the thing is, he even like knows in advance who did it. He like is really acting like Jesus now and I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did I, I take just to take a quick look down here. Tori and I both have Matt in our uh, fantasy draft here who for who's going to be able to hold out. I think that's a really solid pick. Right off the bat, mm-hmm. guys, we learned something. Tell me what you think overall right away. I was amazed that their little makeout session, because I think it was more than Francesca and Harry, uh, was still just 3,000. So it made me wonder what's mm-hmm. the extent, what can they get away with with that? Were you guys surprised that it wasn't more, Tori? Um, I wasn't only because I think they're trying to like, kind of keep it consistent. Like when $3,000 have been deducted, you already, you already know what has happened. And so I guess they just have. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A price point for each thing. So I understand the consistency of it all. I would have liked it to been like $1,000 more knocked off just because they did it out of spite. But I guess that doesn't go with the rules. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey, am I the only one that was surprised by this that it wasn't like five thousand or something? No, I, I'm. I was kind of right there with Tori. I wasn't surprised. Like, right. You might be the only one, but we'll see <laughs> if okay. Jeff, what Jeff thinks. Yeah, I agree. I, I wasn't more. surprised. Okay, I thought it. Was, yeah. Okay, so we know they can get away with multiple kisses and a single kiss session and still just be knocked off three thousand dollars. So of course they're at ninety four thousand dollars and falling quickly going to get down to zero bank account, no problem. Very, mm-hmm. very fast. So the two of them, to, of course, avoid suspicion, climb into bed together. The next big thing that we get yeah. is this little hyper-secret night vision where we get to see Sharon and Rhonda. Sharon wakes Rhonda up. It basically is like, yo, I'm going to take a shower and you can join me if you want. And just cut to the chase. He's like, well, I think we should just have sex now. And I was really proud of Rhonda because now you're starting to see a little bit of the, uh, you know, people's different personalities where she's really thinking, dude, no, I'm not having a problem holding out. Yeah, I'm attracted to you. Yeah, I'm feeling it or whatever. But I can play by the rules. It's only been a couple days anyway. Um, This seems really silly. And then, you know, they go in and talk a little bit deeper about their relationship. And they talk about past relationships and being hurt and things like that where did you guys net out um let's start with kelsey where did you net out for the two of them after this uh little late night 2 a.m interaction i 100 agree with you i was so proud of ron that i was like you know what this kind of just paints sharon in the light that he is you know it's just kind of like oh it put him in this place like oh this is what you want and you're not even gonna like try and make an effort even after she went and talked to him about it she's like yo i want to try and actually follow the rules and i've also been hurt like you've been hurt but let's try and let's form a relationship before we have sex because we can't have sex you know and he's like no 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 so i was proud of her i'm proud of her i'm 
sad for her that she's already hurt by it and she's already been hurt by it but I feel like it was good that she pulled out or like she's in the place she is now she knows what he's there for but I'm curious to see if that maintains you know I'm curious if they'll get back together I mean Jesse what do you think how long can we expect Sharon to hold out he is a sex icon <laughs> that's what he says I mean I don't know I <laughs> I actually like them together, um, but I was proud of Rhonda. I really like Rhonda. I've liked her from the beginning. Um, so I was kind of sad by it. Like just everything that happened this episode between those two, um, because like Sharon isn't really opening up about anything. So we have no idea. Like, is he lying? Is he telling the truth? He opens like a little bit up about stuff, but like, we don't really know what's going on. And I just think Rhonda is in a good place by the end of the episode. Um, I'm still team Rhonda. I love her, mm-hmm. but is the sex icon going to be able to hold off? I mean, I think he's going to have to, right? I, I just think that he's going to have to, but he's trying, but I don't Lori? know. Sex icon. Um, okay. I was a little split. Obviously like love Rhonda, have loved Rhonda from episode one. And I definitely understand where she's coming from. And I think um, she just kind of highlighted something that I said in our other review, just saying that like, we're here to learn each other without the sex mm-hmm. like could you at least try and right. so I think I like the way that she put it in that perspective to him like could you at least like are you even willing to try because it seems like you're not we've only been here for two days and you've already asked me to have sex so I understood that <laughs> like and then times. later on right <laughs> later on in the episode when he was you know admitting not the campfire situation because that was a lot but when they talked just privately when he was saying you know like I've been hurt and I'm not necessarily in the in the right space to open up right now I think that kind of like broke down the fourth wall of the show or like burst at the bubble because I mean the reality is they are only there for four weeks and just like trying to I guess like take from my personal experience because I'm I can't speak for everyone but I probably wouldn't be as open in four weeks either like yeah. if we're being honest like yeah it sounds like a good time you have this opportunity to meet these great people but like to throw yourself in break down all these walls you know reveal all your scars and just like completely open up I don't know if that's necessarily reasonable especially in two or three days so I could kind of understand that as well it did kind of suck because it seemed like they were building this connection or he was at least willing to try and now it kind of seems like he's not really willing to try he's just there for the Mm -hmm. fun for four weeks is the open it up to all three of you is the ultimate lesson of this that if any one of these guys would just not be, and I'm not saying they all are necessarily right now, but if any one of them would just straight up not be a dog and just say, you know what, this is, I'm usually like that, but this is great. Let's do this as a learning experience. Uh, I want to find out more about myself and make a true connection. I mean, would it just be over and done, just set? But they're, they're going to so hyper try to have sex that they're going to just doom themselves from the start? It's kind of crazy, right? I'm just like, I I think it's a Band-Aid. I mean, we kind of figured that out with like Sharon that it's a Band-Aid because he has been hurt in the past. So he's Mm. just like, well, let's just have sex and never talk again and cool, okay, bye. (laughs) Like, that's what I, that's what I want out of it. That's what I get out of it. And then I don't have to put my feelings in, but it's such a bummer. I'm like, really? Yeah. It's kind of just mind blowing that, yeah, they are all dogs. I mean, they seem to be in. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Then. I think it's also hard for guys too. I mean, and maybe you can mm-hmm. tell us Mike, but like, I think society uh, makes it for like guys, they can't like share their feelings. It's like not okay mm-hmm. to be emotional and things like that. And that's like a turnoff. So also these guys are young. Like, I don't know that they want a relationship. So it's just like a mix of things with them. I feel like. Mm-hmm. 
That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't have that problem sharing my emotions, but it's definitely a societal thing. And, and I guess that makes sense, but you know, they, there's definitely a little bit, maybe more than a little bit, they're on TV, they're on camera. They, there's yeah. this persona all of a sudden, plus they know they're on a reality show. Well, these hot girls, they don't want to look like a loser, not being able to kick it to some girls or whatever. Um, when the sad truth is if they were just nice people, they'd come out looking a lot better. A lot of times on these reality shows, people don't think of the optics afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, treating these girls like trash, you're going to look terrible. And everybody's going to see it, especially since we're all in quarantine and no one's got anything better to do than watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit of foresight, you could look like a hero on one of these shows. Mm-hmm. And it plays a big, a, a big, big thing. Real quick, guys, if you're joining us and you're watching in the chat, thank you so much. Jesse's in the chat. Leave us some comments and stuff. Let us know what you guys are thinking. We love hearing from you. Go ahead and give us a big thumbs up if you're watching us or even if you're watching us later on YouTube. And if you're listening to us on a podcast service, give me a big five-star review. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and subscribe to all of our channels on AfterBuzz. We love being the ESPN of TV Talk for you guys and bringing you this content. I don't know. I, I love doing it every single week, especially right now, because it brings a little bit of normalcy. We said it before, so we just really appreciate you guys tuning in. We also appreciate our special guest on this episode, Shan, who I uh, wanted to point out, shout out, is another fellow host. And she's a new host. Uh, I know she has her own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We were talking about she comes up often in a bunch of our uh, suggested feeds, the four of us. And she's a new host of the app Quibi. So you guys can go check her out there if you like some of her Japanese bondage work, uh, Shibari, that she takes them through. A little bit interesting. Of course, the show is going to pair them up. Um, I don't know if there was a huge takeaway from this other than the fact that uh, Matt Jesus might be a little bit of a freak since he knew how to do all this stuff already, but he was hiding it. Uh, it seems like Harry and Francesca, they had a hug, a little makeup, and that was good about you know repairing their relationship if they actually want to move forward. And um, mm-hmm. David wasn't into it, but I also put here, you know, so what? If that's not just really his thing being tied mm-hmm. up and that didn't turn him on, it seemed like Chloe uh, was overly disappointed by that, Tori. Yeah, it did seem like that. Like the way that they, you know, put the dramatic music and like yeah. showed her and stuff like that. I was like, I mean, is that the worst thing? I, <laughs> I, didn't, I yeah. didn't think it was that big of a deal. Cause like, like you said, people have their preferences in the same way that might turn a group of people on, it might turn a group of people off. You know, I didn't think, it, I mean, we're here and we can't talk really have sex anyway. So what difference does it make what somebody right. likes? So I was just kind of like, is that, I, I don't know. I was just kind of like, okay, I didn't think it was that, honestly, I didn't think it was that serious. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the activity was, okay, yes, the trust and get tied up, yes. But we have to relieve some sort of stress. Like we're just here to have fun. So why not Why not just do the activity and just have fun with it instead mm-hmm. of trying to determine if this activity is pointing out your future husband or not? I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's that serious. <laughs> Was anybody else slightly nervous when Kel's just, uh, who is his partner? Just like Haley. lifted her up Haley. Like, yeah. Haley, like luggage. Like I was like, gym. whoa, dude. It made like, me a little like, I was like, oh yeah, I wouldn't like that. I would die. Yeah. I yeah. And he just drops her on her face. Like Jesse, what do you think of this activity? This workshop, I, sorry. I mean, I, well, I was, I was upset that Francesca just like let Harry off the hook so easily. Hmm. The Kells gym bag thing was like scary. I would have been like screaming and flipping out. And again, just like Tori said, like, I don't think the Chloe and David situation was a big deal. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey, did Matt miss an, a really good opportunity here to bond with one of the ladies being that he knows Shabari already and could have kind of taken a little bit of a lead and said, oh, I've actually done this. This is fun. Like, check this out and kind of guide or something like that. It was interesting how, I mean, he was telling the camera and the producers like, oh my God, I was like trying to hide it. Shit, yeah. I'm like, why? Like who, yeah. like, who cares? I mean, if you're clearly all about that, then why not tell your partner? So I think you're right. I think he did miss an opportunity that maybe, I mean, who was his partner? Was it Nicole, I think? Yeah. I mean, maybe she would have been super into it and they would have like created this bond. But I think that Matt right now is like not even trying to bond mm-hmm. at all with anyone. He's yeah. just like all about the money. So maybe that he didn't want to bond because yeah. that would like hurt yeah. his chances. And that could be a really, really good strategy. We don't yet mm-hmm. know how the prize money is doled out. So it is, if it's split between all of them, maybe your best bet is to just be chill and this kind of overseer kind of guy mm-hmm. like Matt enforcing the rules and let and just having fun. Um, you know, we had the other conversation with Sharon and Rhonda. Uh, sorry if I, I, I did this a little bit early before, but he talks about his ex leaving him for his best friend. She talks about mm-hmm. being hurt as well. Um, I thought that was a nice bonding moment. I don't know if there's a ton to say about it. It's tough when five minutes before he was like, let's go have sex in the shower. Like right now, who cares? He's like, well, I'm just real fragile and I have walls. I was like, "Eh, I don't know, dude. Like, (laughs) This is obviously it's edited real tight, but um, I was more interested, unless you guys want to talk about that. I was more interested in right after Chloe uh, completely ditching David. Mm -hmm. Jesse? Yeah, I was so sad because, you know, I love Chloe and I like David, too. So I was excited for them to be together. But that made me sad. Does this couple still have a chance? It seemed odd Mm-mm. that it was just put off right away when they had the first date and seemingly like a really good date. Right. Yeah, I, I think that I don't think there's a chance that they're going to get back together. Only reason is I feel like David was a little bit upset, even though he wasn't acting mm-hmm. up like it at the time. Yeah. But then he said he was just going to move on and try to like connect with other girls. So it's like, I guess it's over. Okay. I mean, Tori, is this a thing where he's going to go kick it to Nicole and all of a sudden Chloe's going to be upset right away again? I'm honestly not sure. I just with dating shows now and the way that like the rules are set up I never know who's going to find love because I would say you know normal Tori would say it's not like you're going to find your husband in four weeks but after watching love is blind you never know when you're going to find it so Mm -hmm. I just like I said in the beginning with the whole bondage thing I didn't think it was that big of a deal to like just stop talking to each other or stop showing uh, a romantic interest in each other Mm -hmm. but I guess if if Chloe's goal is to ultimately like walk out of this experience with money and a relationship, then I guess she's just trying to like cut all the small talk and just kind of like get to someone that she feels like she has a connection with. So I kind of understand that, but it just kind of seemed like she was just like jumping the gun on something that didn't seem to be that serious. And it was confusing because she said she didn't really see a spark or feel a spark, but the night before on the date, it seemed like there was a spark so I was like when did the spark go away like was it that bondage comment or did was it something else that we saw that she didn't like I was kind of confused but whatever I think I think it is confusing because like we already mentioned we don't know any of the rules so do they have to couple up because there's no right it's like well you can't even kiss or do anything there's not necessarily an impetus to go and and you know connect up with one specific person and like no no no, I'm not feeling you let me go try to date this person it's Mm kind of like why right Kelsey I mean if it happens 
it would seem like the better thing to do is to just chill, have a good time. And if things kind of develop naturally, kind of go with it and use the workshops to better yourself. Uh, but I'm a reasonable person. Right. I know. Absolutely. I feel the same way. I think that you look at Jesus, Matt, and you look at Kels and I'm like, Hey, I think they're doing it right. They're not trying to create any connections. They're just posted up thinking that they're going to win this money if they keep everyone else in line. Yeah. But you know, like that's not going to be the case. I'd Something probably throw Nicole has- in there too. I think Nicole's yeah, under the radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think that there has to be another element to this because it would be almost too easy, I feel, yeah. to have those people who are just kind of like flying under the radar. But yeah. no, I thought that whole Chloe Bondage thing, that kind of bummed me out because I loved them too. I was yeah. like, wait, yeah. what? Really? That was it that seemed, big of a deal to you? It seemed really, really strange. I, I do think yeah. we got to have some new stuff. And right away here, we get something brand new. Lana comes through her little device, everybody in the fire pit. And she tells everybody that they lost another 3K. And just like mm-hmm. you guys said, Matt Jesus jumps to it. We already saw a little pre-thing. You know, he already thinks it's the two of them. Um, oh, sorry. This this happens and they kind of go around, right? And then the two of them go off, right? Or am I, am I mixing it up? Matt, no, you're already, right. after Matt finds out that they lost a 3K, they he and his little group try to figure it out. And he's mm-hmm. the only one that correctly says, uh, it was Haley and Francesca mm-hmm. possibly, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so he nails it. They have already decided that they're going to try to pin it on somebody else. Their loophole that they said, which is not oh the gosh. correct use of the word, <laughs> but Haley has decided that this is her loophole and probably going to try to pin it on Sharon and Rhonda, right? Because everybody kind of knows that they snuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, uh, oh, sorry. Before the house meeting, Francesca and Harry do make up, they talk, they say, let's start over from, you know, day one, and they introduce themselves to each other, whatever. Yeah, okay. We'll see where that kind of goes, especially with the development at the end of the episode, because I think uh, New Dude is her type. Uh, Needless to say, Matt calls the house meeting, and we find out that they can ask Lana questions, and on the third try, they hit the right couple. And it comes out that Haley and Francesca did this. I was really disappointed just in general at the reaction. In two days from an edit that we don't quite understand or or we know we don't get to see everything, but seemingly doesn't make sense. Haley hates everybody, doesn't care that they found out. And all of a sudden it seems like it's just going to be Haley and Francesca by themselves. And they, they talk about, well, you know, we can pretend that we're in love. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is not that no. epic of a thing. Why are you doing this? And like, Kelsey, why are they acting this way? You know, I mean, I think back to Bachelor, right? There always has to be a villain. There has to be a villain. <laughs> so, you know, those producers are like, milk it. Yes, you hate them. They're horrible. Yeah. At least that's what I think. But no, I totally agree. I'm like, really, girl? Like, you hate them already? Right. But there also are, are those girls, and we've all known those girls our whole lives who like immediately are like the mean girls and they're like "Mm, screw all of you I'm not even gonna make an attempt to like try and like apologize or this or that they're just like immediately shut off by it right so I think I mean obviously they're in the wrong and they're crazy but yeah we talked about it we talked about it on episode two when it actually happened they're backstabbing the other eight people there uh what's even worse is that Haley straight up lies about it 
because she doesn't think that Lana can answer questions and they're going to somehow get away with it. I loved, I like to think that this is game time decisions for production. Like yeah. they all look around and they're like, uh, can Lana tell them? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Why not? That'll be fun. Right, Tori? I mean, yeah. where do they go from this? I don't know if they even want to go anywhere from this. I just think it was so dumb. Like, it was so unnecessary. You've now cost yourselves money. You have now proven yourself to be untrustworthy because everybody knows that you lied. And then on top of that, you didn't apologize. Like, Matt got up. Calm Jesus. Got up. <laughs> um, Like, it was Resurrection Day. He rose from the tomb. And he was just like, how are you sitting here smiling in everyone's face like it's okay when you just costed everyone money? I don't even think he was mad about them costing everyone money. I think it was the fact that they literally lied up until Lana revealed the Mm -hmm. truth. Um, Because even when they asked Lana the question and it was like that awkward silence in the middle, Francesca was still like negative. Like she thought it was Lana was going to lie. I don't know why she (laughs) thought that. But it was just kind of like, where do you get off just feeling like you can now in a sense, disrespect everyone else here because Mm. what? Like nobody really, especially Haley, like I could, uh, I guess, somewhat understand Francesca in like the slightest bit. But Haley, no one did anything to you. Like literally no one did anything to you. I'm confused as to why she's so, because it seems like honestly, she's becoming the mastermind behind everything. Like even when Matt said, he was like, I just don't understand why anybody would want to trust them past this point. And it's just Mm. kind of like, what is, what is the reason like right what is the reason are you girl i don't know she just sit there and eat her salad because i don't understand why she is so upset it doesn't seem like it would be a great way to go about actually finding a connection with one yeah, of the guys like, if she even wanted that right um jesse did you feel bad at all for francesca i'm just going to toss it out there because i like i like to give people the benefit of the doubt it seemed like afterwards when the two of them went off that Haley was real, like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. It seemed like Francesca wasn't, there was maybe some guilt. No? You know, I felt bad for her at first. After the meeting where Harry basically said it was her fault, like, I felt bad for her. And I was like, you go, girl. Like, like yeah. screw this guy. I don't want them to get back together. Like, really, like, I'm done with Harry. But at this point, I'm like, you've taken it too far now. First, I love it from a TV like viewer standpoint because like it's super entertaining. But if I was there, oh my God, I would have lost it on her straight up. I mean, like you do not mess with my money. Um, They're there for a reason. Like, why would you do something like that? Like on purpose, like you're purposely doing this to everybody. Everybody's getting along for the most part aside from you two. So I actually didn't feel bad for her. I was just like, yeah. And it was the fact of like, it's one thing to do it and just kind of like play the back. Like when they hadn't found out who did it and Francesca was just kind of like, she wasn't really saying much, but of course she knew she was trying to do like her fake acting shocked thing that didn't really work. But Haley was the one that was like super adamant about pointing the finger. She accused Sharon Mm -hmm. Sharon and Rhonda and was like really trying to spin it. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the part that's harmful the most. Cause it's like, not only did you do it, but you went out of your way to try to harm someone else. Cause right. who's to say that they couldn't ask Lana. And so they're just kind of going off of what they think happened. And now they mm-hmm. have like this uh, tension between Sharon and Rhonda over something that they didn't do. And now they could have been, you know, like ex- uh, exiled off of the, out of the group mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's like, you're intentionally just harming people just because, and I, Girl, we would not be friends. We would not be friends. <laughs> uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yet, uh, you get kicked out of the palapa. I got to give them props just in general. 
I'm a big reality TV survivor strategy. I love it. I don't know that I would have thought to just ask Lana. I don't know that I would have thought outside the box like that. Like we could use this as a tool. I'd give them props. I I thought that was pretty awesome. They were kind of confident about it too. Yeah. I I was like, they were like, let's ask Lana. I'm like, Wait, maybe you, the show told them she was more interactive or something yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe they were like, yeah. you know, you can talk to her, right? Right. <laughs> like yeah. They had right. to like cut the cameras, like, could y'all please? Like, she's right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> yeah. To the you can ask her questions. Right. right. <laughs> uh, Jesse, do you want to say something? No, no, I agree. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. Next, of course, David just wanted to, you know, unify the house, does a little outside workout that was cute and they seem to have a lot of fun with that and then of course lana comes up everybody get ready there's more people who can't keep it in their pants and here comes bryce we're introduced to your boy bryce from right here in los angeles where we all are of course lives (laughs) on a houseboat oh the ladies love houseboat do the three you guys love houseboats i mean i would yeah I would totally love houseboat. <laughs> I don't like it houseboat if Bryce is attached to it. Exactly. No. I don't like no. anything with, I don't like things that don't have a clear escape plan. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Jump well, off the boat and swim. I mean, yeah, isn't a See, houseboat nothing not but a escape plan? It's just, there's mm-hmm. exits on all sides, no? Well, no. evidently you guys are in the minority of women in LA because it's just a different Apparently. woman every day for Bryce. He's He had sex at the hotel yesterday with someone. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't know, one of the hotel employees or staff or something like that. Um, he gives LA a bad name. Everyone's watching this like, oh, of course he's from LA. I'm like, I feel like no, LA not everyone LA is like it. that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> evidently Francesca or who was it that has already slept with everybody in LA? Wasn't it? Was it what's that? He just, it was, he did. He said that she looked like everyone in LA. No, no, no. Yes. I thought, yes. Didn't one of the ladies in an earlier episode say I've already tried everybody in LA or something like that? Hmm. I don't think so. I, I wouldn't be mixing, surprised. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing <laughs> shows up. Perhaps. <laughs> well, whatever it is, Bryce is here now. Um, he cannot wait to find the next girl. Um, and I thought this was very odd. First off, let us put it out there. Bryce doesn't come off very great to me. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't come off like a really nice guy. Um, obviously he was set up like this and they must be given some crazy prompts to talk like this, but anybody who's just like mm-hmm. super proud of waking up with one girl and pumped to find the next girl, the different girl for that night. I'm just like, dude, I mean, you can be as promiscuous as you want, but bro, okay. This is just not looking good for your image just in general. Um, there's a nice way to do it. And um, also, let me give it to you guys. He just starts calling out the girls I to know. face, like I for know. what he likes about them. Oh, yeah. Very He's sketchy, yeah. Tori. Very sketchy. Tori. I... Rice. Um. <laughs> uh... Well, first, it was just awkward because these group of people know all the rules that he obviously does not yet. So it was just kind of like, I don't know why you're sitting here feeding me compliments because it's not going to go anywhere. But even if even if this was like that type of show, don't don't do that because now you already (laughs) lost one with me. Just you might as well skip over me and go to the next girl line because you've already lost a thousand points with me. Like, let's just let's just end Mm -hmm. it before it starts, because I don't know who like that. I'm not going to say I don't know who, but. 
that's probably not the most common way to get a girl's attention. It's just like sitting there giving her a compliment based on her physical appearance. That's just like an, a more compliment. I guess like, like compliment is very very loose. Too, yeah, right? I'm just saying honestly, it's like, yeah. Yeah. nice legs. Me being nice. That is me being For nice. Real. Like. He's just commenting on their physical appearance. And honestly, like, it didn't feel any different from just a random cat call because I don't know you, which is the same as somebody cat calling me on the street. Like, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. People, I'm sure, like, that already happens in society as a whole. So why did you think that was going to be, why did you think that was going to work out in your (laughs) favor? Like, I'm confused. Kelsey, somehow, somehow it did, right, Kelsey? Because Chloe almost immediately was like, oof, Bryce. That's trouble for me. I was like, what? I'm mind blown. You go from like nice guy David right. and being like, mm, he's like bondage, bye. Yeah. He's my girl. But I'm like, what are you doing? And then Bryce is like, yeah, I pretty much hook up with every person. And Chloe, you're kind of cute. And she's like, oh my God. Right. He said, I love yeah, you. He likes me. And I know I he said. Can't. We said I, we weren't going to try to, you know, see um, uh, the, the, I always call them the coming attractions, the previews, right? But uh, it just kind of slipped in there. Yeah. And we see immediately that Bryce is making out with mm-hmm. Francesca. So do I we mean, think that was Jesse, Francesca though? I thought it was. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Did it, it look different? That. I thought it, it was. Yeah. Bryce for sure, but. I don't. Yeah. Can we, can we safely say that it wasn't Chloe? The, the point was that I, I thought it was know. a different girl. I don't know. Whatever don't know it is, they're obviously breaking the rule right off the bat. I mean, I would Jesse, say they lost some money. Yeah, yeah they're gonna lose, oh, they we know they're going to lose money. all of it. Yeah. Jesse, initial thoughts on your boy Bryce. Big I mean, butt. it's it's so hard because this show really paints everybody in a bad life, like mm-hmm. bad light right off the bat. Because the first mm-hmm. episode, I was just like, oh my lord, this is a nightmare. But now as the season's like going on, like I'm like super into it and I'm interested in these people. And there's people that I like now, but right now Bryce is my least favorite dude. <laughs> He, he rolled in and I was like, why don't you just turn around and head back home? Like I could definitely do without you, but I don't know. I was thinking of the producers and the production team and the producers that are meeting with these people before they go on the island. And I could just imagine them completely BSing these people up and down. Like oh, to yeah. the guys are like, yo, the girls are so hot. They're so thirsty. They're like easy. Like wet. And to the girls, like, oh, these guys are falling over themselves to get with you. Like no pro, like you just a pick your lip. And then all of a sudden it's like, no sex, can't touch it. Like complete switcheroo. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The casting people must be like having a heyday. If this oh, was yeah. my show, that's For what sure. I would do. I would just mess with oh, people yeah. up and down. <laughs> so we don't know. But that, also that, I feel like you have to be like, you want to be on a reality show? No, and that's all you have to say. And they're probably like, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. These people have all applied yeah. for Bachelor and, and everything for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we host and work with some people who do casting, and we know it's true. So, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> um, uh, there's just all, uh, there's a big group of people who love to be on reality shows, no doubt. We end this episode with everybody, of course, Kells, right? Uh, Master at Arms kind of here, President Kells laying down the law to Bryce. And uh, I mean, if there was anybody who you don't want on your fantasy team who's going to hold out, it's probably going to be Bryce, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Seriously. I was going to ask you guys, but there's no real reason to add. Does, I mean, we see from the preview that it's not, but would anybody have thought that he would follow the rules and actually make it? No. 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 That interest, no. Not at all. No. No. There's, he said the rules are made to be broken. And I was like, Ooh. oh my God. God, he's a bad true. boy, Jesse. It's a trap. Did we mention that there's money on the line? Like, yeah. this is not just a lot of rules money. just because. 
Right. I mean, who is that? You know, all this kissing is not going to pay for Haley's nose job, guys. Seriously. Come on. And she's the one slipping too. She's, I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, we have to be on the same page here, team. Okay, guys, that's basically it. Uh, Cool episode. However, nobody knew broke the rules. So none of us Mm -hmm. lost any people. And we still are maintaining. Well, I guess, hey, does anybody want to switch their prediction for who is going to, okay, who is going to be the first next person to break the rules? Uh, I'm going to go Bryce. I'm switching to Bryce. Yeah, I'm Kelsey? switching to Bryce. Too. You're switching to Bryce? I'm Bryce. Yeah, because we know he's going cool, to. 100%. Yeah. I, Kelsey? I'm going to go Chloe, even wow. though she's on my, she's on my roster for people who are going to wow. make it to the end. She right. was, she was thirsty. For she Bryce. was fangirling for sure. Yeah. She, and you know, and I mean, obviously Bryce is going to like break it, but I don't want to, I don't want to be on all your, like your team. I weirdly know that's going to happen. <laughs> fair so enough, fair enough. Um, guys, this was great. We're doing one more episode of this tonight, <laughs> 9 PM PST. So if you're hanging out with us, we're going to go watch episode four and we're going to be right, right back. Any final thoughts or, or any predictions for this next episode, Tori? Um, I'm not really sure how it's going to play out. So I guess I'll just say like what I hope to see in the next episode. I'm interested to see how this whole like Kaylee and Francesca thing is going to go. And I think that Francesca is going to have an easier time getting back in the group's good graces over Mm -hmm. Haley. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jesse. Um, I'm just interested to see what happens with Bryce. I mean, obviously I think he's going to break the rules this upcoming episode. Um, I'm interested to see how the guys take it. And, um, I, I guess, Oh, other than that, really just to see where Rhonda and Tron go from here, because I was really hoping that they would stay together. So I'm interested to see after she was kind of like, you know, maybe I need to get to know these other guys. Interested to see where she goes from here. Nice. Kelsey? I think that we're going to have some more Harry and Francesca flingage and that Haley is going to be really butthurt that she's losing her wing woman to Harry and there's going to be drama there, and she's still going to hate everyone. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like I agree with each and every one of you, and I'm just going to add that I, I'm predicting Kells, Nicole, and Matt stay true. I, mm-hmm. I, they seem like mm-hmm. cement to me right now. I think they're going to be really, really solid, but I am excited to see. Guys, we're reading all your comments. We appreciate you, of course, hanging out with us. We're going to be right back here, like I said, 9 p.m. PST for the next yeah. hour. Tori, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Toxic Model or on Twitter at Tori with two E's. Jesse, I'm Jesse Zaner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. Kelsey, I am all over social media at Kelsmeyer two. <laughs> guys, you can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling, and we will see you very soon. Get back to the palapa. The palapa. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.